0: Welcome to Clinical Pearls. Welcome to part two of our cervical cancer podcast. In this session, we will cover management according to the 2018 FIGO guidelines. Before we get into the specific management details, we will touch on one further part about staging, and that has to do with pathological findings. Let's get right to that next. In our previous podcast, which was part one, we reviewed the updated 2018 FIGO staging for cervical cancer. We reviewed the clinical staging system, which now may include imaging modalities. The FIGO updated system also allows for pathological findings to assist in stage determination. Before we get into the specific management per stage, let's review this pathological contribution. In case a surgical specimen is available or where image-guided final aspiration cytology has been done, the pathology report is an important source for accurate assessment of extent of disease. As in the case of imaging, the pathologic methods also should be recorded for future evaluation. The stage is to be allocated after all imaging and pathology reports are available. It cannot be altered later, for example, at a suspected recurrence. The 2018 FIGO staging includes involvement of nodes and thus enables both the selection and evaluation of therapy, as well as estimation of the prognosis and calculation of end results. The revised 2018 FIGO classification is now more closely aligned with the traditional TNM classification with this respect. In some cases, hysterectomy is performed in the presence of unsuspected invasive cervical carcinoma that is diagnosed later on histopathology. Such cases cannot be clinically staged or included in therapeutic statistics for obvious reasons, but reporting them separately is obviously still desirable. Well, now that we've reviewed the pathological contribution to staging, let's focus on the real issue at hand, which is the management of cervical cancer. Management of cervical cancer is based on stage. Management of cervical cancer is primarily by surgery or radiation, with chemotherapy having a valuable part as adjuvant care. Now in general, surgery is suitable for early stages where cervical colonization, total simple hysterectomy, or radical hysterectomy may be selected according to the stage of disease and extent of spread of the malignancy. Now in stage 4a, there is still a place for pelvic exoneration in select cases. Well, we need to take a look at this more closely based on individual stage. Let's start with microinvasive cervical cancer, which is FIGO stage 1A. Stage 1A, remember, is divided into stage 1A1 and stage 1A2. For stage 1A1, the treatment is completed with cervical conization unless there is lymphovascular space invasion or tumor cells are present at the surgical margin, in which case an extrafascial hysterectomy may be performed. An extrafascial hysterectomy is also recommended in women who have completed childbearing or elderly women. Now, any route can be chosen, abdominal, vaginal, or laparoscopic. When lymphovascular space invasion is evident, pelvic lymphadenectomy should be considered, along with modified radical hysterectomy. And if fertility is desired, cervical conization with close follow-up may be appropriate. What about stage 1A2? Well, since there is a small risk of lymph node metastasis in these cases, pelvic lymphadenectomy is performed in addition to radical hysterectomy or more radical surgery. In low-risk cases, simple hysterectomy or trachelectomy with either pelvic lymphadenectomy or sentinel lymph node assessment may be adequate surgical treatment. Now, when the patient does desire fertility, she may be offered cervical conization with laparoscopic lymphadenectomy. Moving on to FIGO stage 1B up to stage 2A. Remember, this includes stage 1B1, 1B2, 1B3, and stage 2A1, which is still called early cervical cancer. Surgical treatment is the preferred modality for the treatment of stage 1B1, 1B2, and 2A1, lesions it would usually consist of radical hysterectomy with pelvic lymphadenectomy the routes of surgery may be open or minimally invasive like laparoscopic or robotic FIGO stage 1b1 is considered as low risk if the following criteria are met the largest tumor diameter is less than two centimeters cervical stroma invasion is less than 50 percent, and there are no suspicious lymph nodes on imaging The standard management is radical hysterectomy, but modified radical hysterectomy may be considered in some cases. Pelvic lymphadenectomy should always be included on account of the high frequency of lymph node involvement. Now, a pelvic nerve-sparing surgical procedure is recommended in patients undergoing a radical hysterectomy insofar as radical curability is maintained, as pelvic injuries to the autonomic nerves like the hypogastric nerve or the splenic nerves and the pelvic plexus often lead to impairment of urination, defecation, and sexual function. And this, of course, could lead to a deterioration on post-op quality of life. Well, now that we've covered that, let's keep going. Now covering FIGO stage 1B2 to stage 2A1. In FIGO stage 1B2 and 2A1 cervical cancer, surgery or radiotherapy can be chosen as the primary treatment depending on other patient factors and local resources, as both have similar outcomes. Now, a quick word about minimally invasive techniques here. The route of surgery may be laparotomy or minimally invasive surgery. Again, that's either laparoscopic or robotic. But the laparoscopic approach to cervical cancer did compare the overall survival with open surgery versus laparoscopic or robotic surgery in early stage cancer. And it actually showed a decreased overall survival. So this study group concluded that hysterectomy by a minimally invasive route was associated with higher rates of recurrence than the open surgery in early stage cervical malignancy patients. So as of yet, further studies may be required to confirm these findings before choosing minimally invasive surgery universally. Now that we've covered that, let's keep moving down our stage, covering now FIGO stage 1B3 and 2A2. On to FIGO stage 1B3 and stage 2A2. In stage 1B3 and 2A2, the tumors are larger and the likelihood of high risk factors are there for positive lymph nodes, positive parametria, or positive surgical margins, and this can increase the risk of recurrence and require adjuvant radiation after surgery. Adjuvant whole pelvic irradiation reduces the local failure rate and improves progression-free survival with patients treated with surgery alone. However, this dual modality treatment obviously increases the risk of major morbidity to the patient. Concurrent platinum-based chemoradiation, also called CCRT, is the preferred treatment option for stage 1B3 to stage 2A2 lesions. So that's a clinical pearl. For stage 1B3 to stage 2A2, concurrent platinum-based chemoradiation is a preferred treatment. All right, now don't get confused by all these different stage numbers. Remember that stage 1A up until really stage 2A1 is still relatively considered early stage disease. Well, does radiation therapy have a place alone for early stage disease? Well, although surgery is preferred for early stage malignancy in cases with contraindications for surgery or anesthesia, radiotherapy does provide equally good results in terms of local control and survival. Treatment decisions should be based on clinical, anatomical, and social factors. Patients with microinvasive disease have been treated with intracavitary radiation therapy alone with good results if surgery is contraindicated to medical problems. Selected patients with very small stage 1B1 disease that's usually less than 1 centimeter may also be treated with intracavitary radiation therapy alone, particularly if there are relative contraindications to external beam radiation therapy. So in brief, both surgery and radiotherapy remain options for early stage disease. Definitive radiotherapy or concurrent chemoradiation is preferred in patients likely to require post-op radiotherapy to avoid compounding treatment-related morbidity. All right, we've covered a lot of numbers, but I promise you it gets easier from here down because we will now cover stage 1B3 to 2A2. Again, we're now going to cover specifically stage 1B3 to 2A2 and treatment less varied from here onward. Concurrent chemoradiation is a standard of care for stage 1B3 and stage 2A2 disease. Similarly, concurrent chemoradiation is considered the standard for patients with locally advanced cervical cancer, which takes us now to stage 2B all the way to stage 4A. So remember, and here's a clinical pearl. In general, concurrent chemoradiation is standard from stages 1B3 all the way to stage 4A. Believe it or not, we are now at stage 4A or having a recurrence. Rarely, patients with stage 4A disease may have only central disease without involvement to the pelvic sidewall or distant spread. Such cases, as in the case of a recurrence, Pelvic exoneration may be considered, but usually has a poor prognosis. This brings us to the last stage, which is Figo stage 4b, which also includes distant metastasis. Presentation with distant metastasis is rare, reported in about 2% of cases. A management plan should consider that the median duration of survival with distant metastatic disease is only about 7 months. For this stage, concurrent chemoradiation may have better response than systemic chemotherapy with overall and disease-free survivals of 69 and 57 percent, respectfully. This has been reported in patients with positive para-aortic and supraclavicular lymph nodes. Currently, there is no role for prophylactic extended field therapy in locally advanced cervical cancer when para-aortic nodes are involved, then external field radiotherapy with concurrent chemotherapy should be considered. Okay, look, you hung in there in a relatively tough podcast, so let's make this really easy. Here's your summary clinical pearls. Surgery alone, with or without lymphadenectomy, is recommended for all cervical cancer stage 1A1 up until stage 1B1. Now, in Figo stage 1B2 up until stage 2A1, surgery or radiotherapy can be chosen as the primary treatment. From stage 1B3 all the way to stage 4a, concurrent chemo radiation is standard. For FIGO stage 4a, or local recurrence, pelvic exoneration may be an option for some cases. Lastly, for stage 4b, concurrent chemoradiation may have better response than systemic chemotherapy. And there you have it. We've covered the surgical management of cervical cancer according to the FIGO 2018 guidelines thanks for being a part of Clinical Pearls. We'll see you next time.